Hi, everybody. Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton here with another weekly update here on social media. Thanks for joining us this week. It's been a big week for me personally here at Judicial Watch. I turned 50 this week. I had a great birthday. Uh, thank you to those of you and all of you who sent along uh, those fantastic birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. Uh, turning 50 is a big deal, and I'm ready for the next 50 years here at Judicial Watch. So uh, thanks for all your support and encouragement and good words. Uh, a lot to talk about. Mueller developments, text message stonewalling by the FBI, the Wiener laptop and Clinton emails, and a new FISA court uh, or a new lawsuit uh, by Judicial Watch against the deep state uh, over obstruction related to FISA court abuses and things like that. Uh, so first things first is the outrageous conduct by the Justice Department, uh, which has gotten worse under this administration. And this is the leadership's uh, responsibility. Attorney General Sessions and Rod Rosenstein need to take responsibility for the lack of transparency, secrecy, stonewalling uh, on document requests uh, to uh, from Judicial Watch from Congress, and I'm sure there are others who have been fighting the Justice Department for records as well. And of course, under the Justice Department is the FBI, which has also been caught uh, stonewalling and lying about documents and improperly withholding them. <coughs> Excuse me, last week I told you that Judicial Watch uh, had ex extracted a promise from the FBI in the course of our FOIA litigation that they would take steps to uh, send a letter or two to Lisa Page and Peter Strzok to preserve uh, their text messages and emails and other documents they may have on their private email accounts and, and devices. Uh, why were we concerned about that? Because the text messages, the text messages that had been uh, sent out to Congress or turned over to the Congress, those that haven't been withheld yet, suggest that they were using Gmail and other systems to store government documents and do government business. So uh, we're glad the FBI did that, but it's now been two weeks and we haven't heard hide or hair as to what went on there. In fact, the FBI just told us they were not going to give us the letters they sent to those two FBI uh, special agents. I mean, Lisa Page, I think, just retired. And uh, nor could they confirm that, or, uh, that Page and Strzok had responded. And so we're facing this stonewalling and a concern that records, if they haven't already gone missing, may go missing without some preservation, uh, without a preservation order. So Judicial Watch had to go to court just an hour or so ago uh, asking for uh, a court-issued preservation order uh, directed uh, at the FBI, Lisa Page and Peter Strzok, to save any government documents they have on their personal accounts or personal devices. And it's outrageous that we had to fight the FBI for this. And this is on top of the fact that the FBI is taking the position, unfortunately endorsed by the court, that they can turn over the records they do have between Lisa Page and Peter Strzok at the rate of 500 pages a month. They have 13,000 pages of records. So that means it's going to take over two years or nearly two years to turn over all the records to Judicial Watch. And those are the records that they're going to release. There are going to be records and portions of records they withhold so we're going to have to fight over that once all the records are turned over to us. That would put it into the next administration. What on earth is Director Ray doing at the FBI that they have such contempt for transparency? Now, I know Congress is complaining about this, but unlike Congress, we're in court. 
So we'll see what the court does with our request for a preservation order. But this is the sort of day-to-day -day battle that we have to fight with this Justice Department on basic requests for information. Uh, we're, we're, for instance, having to fight with them over uh, Fusion GPS records related to former Justice Department or current Justice Department official Bruce Orr. You remember his wife worked at Fusion GPS? And he was in communication with them about the dossier and things like that? So we've asked for records. We got the Stonewall from the Justice Department. And now they're playing games about searching for these records. <clears throat> the Justice Department doesn't want to sur search the Attorney General's office for Fusion GPS records, more or less. How do you like that? So uh, time and time again, we face Stonewall, obstruction, and outright contempt for the rule of law from this Justice Department. And as I said, it's gotten worse under this administration, under the tenure of Jeff Sessions, than it was under Loretta Lynch and Eric Holder. And I don't say that lightly. And uh, I, Congress will tell you what a disaster it is. People like Devin Nunes and uh, uh, Congressman Jordan and Mark Meadows and Ron DeSantis in getting records. Chuck Grassley over in the Senate will tell you what a disaster it is in terms of getting records. This Justice Department is a black hole in terms of transparency. The Peter Strzok page text messages, gamesmanship with both Judicial Watch and Congress, FISA court records, gamesmanship, secrecy on that, the Spygate records. They haven't turned over one Spygate record to Congress. <clears throat> We've asked for these records under FOIA. We haven't sued for them yet. It's too early. But this is the problem we have with this Justice Department. And what, I, what I'm thinking is <clears throat> that this is a part, this is designed to protect the Mueller operation. Uh, it bears repeating that Robert Mueller inherited the counterintelligence investigation that included the DNC Clinton dossier, the FISA court abuses, the spy targeting Donald Trump's campaign. We know that he was in communication, according to reports, with Mueller after he, took, uh, after he took office. So this spy was active during the Trump administration. So it's all about protecting Mueller. <clears throat> and I have to say, Trey Gowdy, who, you know, is an impressive guy. He knows he's smart, he's articulate. He knows how to ask questions. Uh, but, he's, but he's a company guy when it comes to protecting Mueller, the Justice Department, and the FBI. <clears throat> he's always been defending Mueller. So it was not much of a surprise to me when he was out this week talking about uh, trying to uh, talk, uh, debate how many angels are on the head of the pen uh, when it came to Spygate, trying to minimize Spygate, pretending it was no big deal, pretending it was perfectly normal. And it isn't normal. So you've got Republicans like Trey Gowdy and Marco, Marco Rubio over in the Senate trying to pretend that Spygate, nothing to see there. This despite the fact no documents have been released, no one's testified, no hearings, and they're concluding everything's fine, nothing to see here, move along. <clears throat> this is where the president needs to intervene he needs to order the Justice Department and the FBI to declassify and release everything related to Spygate. And the Mueller operation, which is what I think Mueller, I mean, uh, Gowdy is protecting, 
by poo-pooing Spygate is getting in the way, then shut it down. Speaking of the Mueller operation, the news this week, $17 million in costs thus far to taxpayers. $17 million. Now, Judicial Watch has sued for records about Mueller's budget, and we're getting the stonewall from the Justice Department again on that. So what happens is we get after-the-fact calculations of the costs, <clears throat> but there is no budget that's been public, and we know there's a budget plan, and they're refusing to give it to us. $17 million. Now, the deep staters, <clears throat> deep staters and defenders of Mueller and will say, well, you know, that's not a lot of money. Other independent counsels and special counsels cost as much. Well, that isn't the point. The point is, is the investigation legitimate? Is it focused on criminal acts as opposed to harassment? In my mind, every dollar of your tax, every dollar of your tax money spent on an unconstitutional, out-of-control, improper, illicit, harassing investigation as a dollar wasted. I don't care if it's $1 or $17 million. So uh, this budget shows the $17 million. Also shows, whether it's a big budget historically or not is inconsequential, that this is likely the biggest DOJ investigation going on right now. There's nothing else like it. Mueller's spending all this money. He isn't subject to supervision as the Constitution requires. by Rod Rosenstein or anyone else. So who's watching a store at the Justice Department as Mueller spends all this money? No one. Mueller is king of the Justice Department, practically speaking, and this is another reason constitutionally why he needs to be shut down. Uh, there's more news this week about uh, Andrew McCabe, the disgraced number two at the FBI, who Judicial Watch caught in ethical transgressions in terms of having a major conflict of interest with Hillary Clinton's camp, uh, email investigation because his wife was receiving money from the Terry McAuliffe operation. Terry McAuliffe is a Clinton crony. He didn't recuse himself till a week, after the, a week before the election. Well, it turns out that like his mentor, James Comey, Andrew McCabe had written a memo about the president's decision to fire Comey. And he tied Rod Rosenstein into it. <clears throat> I don't understand why Mueller, and supposedly Mueller's looking at this. In my view, Mueller has no right, no authority. It's absurd, the idea that the Justice Department is investigating the president for firing a Justice Department employee like the FBI director. He has an absolute right to fire these folks. There's no indication of anything improper in the firing. There's all sorts of speculation, but there's no evidence because the president has a right to fire him for any reason. He may not like his tie. He may not trust him. Uh, he may have perceived him to be uh, hateful of him. In fact, that he was hateful of him. That's been pretty much proven. All sorts of good reasons to fire him. He mishandled the Clinton email investigation. Good reason to fire him. He was mishandling the Russia investigation. Good reason to fire him. None of it warranting a criminal investigation and an harassment of the president. But what's interesting is Rod Rosenstein, once again, his name comes up in the course of this investigation. He's supposed to be supervising, in theory, Mr. Mueller. 
<coughs> excuse me. Isn't he compromised ethically as a witness? Mueller interviewed for this FBI position reportedly. Is Mueller going to call himself before the grand jury? Did Mueller write a memo about his meetings about getting the job as FBI director after Comey was fired? Judicial Watch is on top of all of this. We've asked for records about all of this. Obviously, we're getting stonewalled. But the news about Mueller's out-of-control budget, him swimming in areas constitutionally he's not allowed to swim in, Rod Rosenstein's conflicts and DOJ obstruction of document requests and FOIA requests show that the Justice Department is in crisis. And uh, <clears throat> the president uh, needs to bang some heads together to get, it, get things straight. And this is what I think he needs to do. He needs to shut down the Mueller operation. If there are cases that need to go forward and are legitimate, various U.S. attorneys in the jurisdiction in which the cases are being pursued can continue to handle them. As I don't think any of them are legitimate, the uh, attorney general or his designee should tell the U.S. attorneys to uh, stay all cases that have been pursued by Mueller. The president should begin a pardon process for all those who were targeted by Mueller. And then designate a Justice Department attorney or outside attorney that is constitutional in terms of being subject to supervision by the attorney general or his appropriate designee to investigate the criminality around the abuses related to the Clinton DNC dossier, the FISA court lies, and Spygate. That's what needs to be done. Oh, and he should issue a directive, a transparency directive on all of this. Mandato mandatory declassification review process that's real as opposed to, we'll let all the folks who have an interest in keeping things secret decide whether to let things out. So we can see all these records. The American people can. We have all the FOIA lawsuits. They can give us the documents in the FOIA lawsuits. Obviously, Congress has subpoenas and such. But this has got to stop. And it can't stop under the current way things are going. So, but nevertheless, Judicial Watch is going to keep on doing the heavy lifting. We're in court, as I said. We've got over 30 lawsuits on the deep state. You know, one of the things we're talking about is the obstruction of Congress who has been obstructed for well over a year. They simply refuse to turn over records. And the, uh, uh, we thought it would be interesting to get records about communications between the Justice Department and FBI, uh, or uh, actually the DOJ, yeah, the DOJ and FBI, and the Intelligence Committees in Congress, the Senate and the House, to find out what's been going on with the stonewalling, so we get a behind-the-scenes documentation of the obstruction. And the documents relate to the gamesmanship with the FISA court records, which still aren't public. 
which still aren't public, despite conclusions, official conclusions, that the court was misled. In terms of not being told, the Clinton DNC dossier was the Clinton DNC dossier, and that was the basis for the Pfizer court warrant. This dossier created by political operatives in league with uh, some shady Russia intel sources to target Donald Trump. So uh, it's Judicial Watch again in court trying to do the work of Congress in terms of getting these records. See, we don't want the executive branch also to work. We, I mean, we want the executive branch to work well. We also want Congress to work well. We want Congress to do its job, to wake up and get to work. Now, we can complain Congress isn't doing its work and, and uh, whine and complain about that, but it's not acceptable. So we have to fight and show leadership. There are individual members who are getting it. The leadership doesn't get it. Of both parties. But we have these executive agencies, the Justice Department and the FBI specifically think they answer to no one. They don't answer to the president, and they don't answer to Congress. Frankly, the only way to get these agencies' attentions is for uh, attention is for groups like Judicial Watch and Judicial Watch going to court and suing. So, um, oh wait, I dropped something here. Hold on a second, guys. <laughs> I got a little excited and dropped everything. The, um, so we want Congress to reform itself and resurrect itself in terms of being in a constitutional republic, as the founders said, necessarily the preeminent branch of government. It's the people's house, the house. The legislature is supposed to be monitoring and being good stewards of how our tax dollars are spent, preventing executive branch abuses as a check. So everything bad going on you hear about with the deep state and Mueller and the DOJ and the FBI, none of that is, um, all of that could be stopped by, uh, by Congress. Congress is responsible for it all, through inaction, and refusal to do the right thing. So we're going to keep on pushing Congress to do the right thing in this regard. So um, one of the other outrages, well, one of the reasons Americans are upset is because they saw that Donald Trump was improperly targeted by the FBI and DOJ during the Obama administration, and Hillary Clinton was protected. Now, supposedly there's an IG report about to come out about this, and I can tell you what the IG report's going to say. I haven't seen it, but I predict it's going to excoriate James Comey for uh, messing up the Clinton email investigation, but not in the way you think he messed it up. They're going to take the point of view that uh, Hillary Clinton deserved better from James Comey. I don't know how they're going to handle the tarmac records issue. Uh, I don't know how they're going to handle the politicization found on Clinton emails. Maybe there'll be some good news there. 
But there's going to be some for both something for both sides in this Clinton e- in this IG report that supposedly is going to focus on the Clinton email investigation. What happened is that James Comey and Loretta Lynch, taking the lead from Barack Obama, never had any interest in of enforcing the rule of law against Hillary Clinton for her national security and other crimes. So how could they do that while protecting the institution of the Justice Department and the reputation of the FBI? By pretending to do an investigation and then yelling a little bit about Hillary Clinton as they protected her. So believe you me, the IG will focus at Comey for yelling about what Hillary Clinton did while ignoring the fact that he protected her. I mean, that's my concern. I hope I'm wrong. I suspect the IG report may have a lot of interesting facts from those of us who want to preserve the rule of law and hold the DOJ and FBI accountable, but we'll see. Along those lines, uh, Judicial Watch continues to do its own investigations and its own lawsuits to hold Hillary Clinton accountable to the rule of law. And we've got... um, I would say 15, 16 lawsuits still on Clinton emails. Still. Clinton emails are still coming to us. We are lawsuits, for those of you who don't know, Judicial Watch uncovered the Clinton email scandal through our FOIA litigation. It started in 2014. We got uh, the... uh, Uh, We understood this is how it started. Back in 2014, we were getting Benghazi materials, including a smoking gun from Ben Rhodes at the White House, who showed that the White House was behind the big lie that Benghazi was caused by an Internet video as opposed to an al-Qaeda attack. That generated the uh, pressure for a select committee. That's how Trey Gowdy got in the news as a result of Judicial Watch's work. That select committee didn't do nearly enough, unfortunately. But getting back to the first disclosures, we noticed in all of our Benghazi litigation, no Clinton emails. So we looked and asked questions, did another FOIA to make sure. We got the runaround, and then the Justice Department finally admitted to us there may be some other records. Sure enough, those other records were the Clinton emails. It was our pressure, our Judicial Watch litigation pressure, that uncovered the the Clinton emails And some of our court cases resulted in discovery, which also forced the FBI to do their sham investigation. In fact, they were using Judicial Watch FOIA documents to question witnesses. That's how weak the FBI was. They were relying on Judicial Watch investigations to conduct their investigation. And one of the things we wanted were the emails that the FBI recovered and collected that Hillary Clinton says she deleted. And there were 33,000 of those. Now, it turns out that Hillary Clinton lied when she said they were not government records because many of them were government records, including classified records. Some of them were recovered infamously on Anthony Weiner's laptop, and it was Judicial Watch who got those records out to the public. At least 18 of those records from Hillary Clinton's email server on Anthony Weiner's laptop were classified would have gotten anyone else arrested, but not Hillary Clinton. So the next thing you think, the Justice Department is screwed up on Russia and Trump, 
Just recall, they're screwed up on Hillary Clinton, too. Why haven't they taken legal action against Hillary Clinton? That's what I'd like to know. And then we find out from James Comey during his book tour that he said that there were hundreds of thousands of Hillary Clinton emails on Anthony Weiner's laptop. You know how many emails we got? 3,000. And we asked the Justice, Department, the Justice Department and the State Department to explain this discrepancy. What happened to all of these emails? <clears throat> I'll read you from our brief, because we've had to fight this State Department and Justice Department for this basic information. Again, all we know is that the FBI provided an unspecified number. Let me get my glasses on so I can read from a distance. <clears throat> Again, all we know is that the FBI provided an unspecified number of emails to the State Department, that the State Department reviewed the emails, and the State Department identified 3,000 emails that contained evidence of State Department activities, meaning they were government emails. State has not even attempted to explain the discrepancy between the hundreds of thousands of emails identified by ex-director Comey and the mere 3,000 emails identified by the State Department even at this late point in the Clinton email saga. The State Department certainly shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt, don't you think? Don't you think? Judicial Watch is on the march here in court and in the public square trying to educate Americans about the crisis in the Justice Department, the rule of law crisis here in Washington, D.C. The Justice Department is AWOL and may be part of the problem. The FBI leadership is oblivious, to put, it to put it charitably on this. Congress is divided. You've got the Democrats who don't want to do anything for very obvious reasons. And you've got the Republicans divided between uh, the establishment class and just the core group of people who want to provide oversight. I don't know what's going to be in this IG report, but in the end, you can trust Judicial Watch to be here to do the right thing. We're in court. I think we have two court hearings next week. Two federal court hearings. There's simply no one else here in Washington that is doing the oversight work that Judicial Watch is doing. We're happy to do the work. We're happy to do the heavy lifting. But it's outrageous that we have to do it over the objections and despite the Justice Department, who ought to be enforcing the rule of law as opposed to thwarting it, and the failures of Congress. And we're not going to rely on the IG to do it all either. So with that, thanks for joining us this week. I'll see you around next week. Uh, we've got more news, more information coming out, so be sure to track Judicial Watch at our website at judicialwatch.org and on Facebook and on Twitter and such. Thanks for joining us.